Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Stock markets in the region seem to be displaying a cautious mood as the U.S. Fed is preparing to push interest rates above 5%. And as Wall Street faces some heavy sell-offs, Asian markets are following suit as well. And that's despite seeing a huge rally in the beginning of the year due to the optimism of China's faster-than-expected reopening. So what's moving Asian markets at the moment and how do the current state of Asian stock markets compared to other global stock markets. Well, joining me on the phone today to tell us more is Sani Hamid, Director for Wealth Management at Financial Alliance. Sani, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining me again. So, you know, Asian markets, they don't seem to be keeping up with the rally they saw in the beginning of the year, which was mostly fueled by China's reopening. Has markets priced in all of that optimism already? How would you describe the current market? I think um, you're you're right in a sense that uh, we've we've come a long way. Mm. Um, not only have we seen Asian markets uh, uh, year to date or rather up to now make uh, quite quite good performance, but uh, the rally actually started in October mm-hmm. last year from the bottom. So it's been quite a ride, um, at least two quarters of of, of of good gains. So I think markets taking a breather now. Um, mm-hmm. I think part of the the, the uptick at the beginning of the year was also driven by uh, repositioning, uh, switching, because uh, funds or portfolios which were underweight last year in certain areas mm-hmm. uh, have, have started to reallocate. And that gave, gave a boost to, to underweighted uh, regions such as uh, such as emerging markets in Asia. So I think it's a combination of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also correctly mentioned at the beginning, uh, there are uncertainties, especially mm-hmm. with the Federal Reserve and such. So what would you say is moving Asian markets at the moment? Asian markets are a bit devoid of of clues. When they look over to Wall Street, they see a lot of volatility. Um, when they look uh, uh, inward into 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 Asia itself, the mm-hmm. China play seems to be waning because it's, it's it's been in play for quite some time. Uh, when they look at their own central banks, some of them are still hiking, some of them are, are, are holding steady, but no one's really cutting rates aggressively, and 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 so on and so forth. So basically, we don't really have a very clear idea mm-hmm. of the global economic picture. We don't have a clear idea of of, of many things. Um, so most of them, or most of the gains, as I mentioned, were position-driven, flows-driven, uh, adjustment to portfolios. So now really comes the crunch time where if people really have conviction, if really people think that, let's say, for example, Asia is the place to be and, and, and there's potential and we want to discount further gains and mm-hmm. such and bring it higher, the next couple of months will show whether that's really the case. Okay, okay. So which specific markets in Asia are performing well or poorly and why? So this this really is quite uh, interesting because um, if you look at the markets that are doing well, North mm-hmm. Asia is doing well. Okay. Uh, Taiwan, Korea. And that's really on the back of the reopening on, in a China reopening mm-hmm. story. Um, the ones that are lagging behind a bit are the Southeast Asian. Mm. I think Singapore is up a little bit. I think uh, uh, Thailand, Philippines, Malaysia, Indonesia, they are um, muddling around, slight positive, slight negative. But if you look at last year itself, it mm-hmm. was the opposite. Mm, last okay. year, Southeast Asia did better. Um, um, it was actually one of the few regions which actually outperformed. Um, and North Asia did pretty badly because of 
the lockdown and the China-Taiwan tensions. So I think you can tell from here mm-hmm. that basically there was a repositioning from um, being overweight in ASEAN, for example, mm, mm. To, to, to now re-weighting uh, back into North Asia. And, and, and one very distinct play was the BRIC play, the Brazil, Russia, India, mm-hmm. China. Um, last year itself, China was in the doldrums. Yeah. Russia was totally out of the picture. <laughs> so India and Brazil did pretty, pretty well last year. Mm-hmm. This year is the opposite. Oh. Russia remains out. Um, China is doing well, and therefore India and Brazil have actually seen losses year to date mm-hmm. because I think there's a movement of funds from India and Brazil over to China. So a lot of this rotational play going around, which is driving markets, in my view. Okay, that's very interesting. So how are investors responding to this current state of Asian stock markets, and what strategies are you seeing that they are employing to navigate this type of market? Our investors are still very cautious. We are still cautious. Mm-hmm. Um, we subscribe to the view that it could be a V-shaped um, uh, uh, um, market going ahead, meaning mm-hmm. to say we could still see a bit more losses. We think the U.S. probably hasn't really discounted fully the, the, the earnings recession. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the midst of actually discounting um, higher rates. Mm-hmm. Um, as we all know, basically over the past couple of weeks, um, the market has readjusted, recalibrated its viewpoint of um, expecting rates to come off or at least expecting rates to remain low to now mm-hmm. expecting rates to go higher. So so that in itself is causing some volatility. So these things, I think, need to play out. Mm-hmm. So the first half, we still continue to see basically a very volatile market, but we anticipate maybe a bottoming in the second half. Mm-hmm. So kind of like a V down first half, up in the second half. So that's how I think investors, the majority of investors are positioning themselves. A bit cautious in the first half and probably more risk-taking in the second half. Of the year. Okay, okay. So how do the current state of Asian stock markets compare to other global stock markets? Mm-hmm. So if you're talking about the kind of like a G7 overview, um, Europe is doing exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's again a rotational play. Last year, we had worries over the Russian-Ukraine situation, the weather, the the, the, uh, the lack of energy, mm-hmm. uh, um, um, and so on. Um, that's played out, and mm-hmm. therefore, I think there's some repositioning back. And I think Europe, if I'm not wrong, is up about 8% year-to-date, mm-hmm. uh, way, way above everybody else. Um, the U.S. is muddling there at about 3-odd percent, <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, it's still above water. Mm. Um, uh, Japan is also doing pretty okay because it had a very rough uh, situation past couple of weeks with the, the, the U curve and such. But so I think the G7 countries mm-hmm. um, are holding up uh, mm. in part because last year was bad and also there is some sense um, that liquidity is actually picking up in many of the G7 countries, so that, and including China, I've, I've put in China, mm-hmm. and that really is putting a bottom in some of, uh, of the expectation uh, in terms of markets. Okay, okay. And there's several economic data out in the region this week as well. What should investors be looking out for and how will they likely impact markets? It will be um, kind of like a piecemeal a la carte situation where each country um, will be looking at their own indicators. Everybody's going to be asking, is my central bank going to start Mm -hmm. either uh, pivoting, Mm. keeping rates steady or cutting rates? Because what we've seen so far is we've seen a few central banks, Malaysia, I think, Mm. uh, um, Australia, they're starting to actually uh, pivot in terms of not raising rates but keeping rates unchanged. Um, and I think any soft figures coming out from these individual countries may actually prompt the central banks to start reducing interest rates. Mm-hmm. And that would 
that would actually signal a, a divergence from what the Federal Reserve is doing. Okay. So this this is going to be quite interesting because you're going to have a situation where interest rate differentials with the mm. US are going to widen again. Is this going to cause the dollar to strengthen? Mm. Da, da, da. So again, <laughs> a lot of uncertainty ahead, but yeah. this, this is the reality of it. It sure sounds like there will be a lot of uncertainty ahead. Thank you so much, Sonny, for joining Thanks me for today. Me. Thank you. We've been speaking with Sonny Hamid, Director for Wealth Management at Financial Alliance. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, Download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.